0: Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow, wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. My boss, Len, gave me a T-shirt my first day on the job. It read, My standards are simple. I want it perfect. He thought he was giving me a subtle message about the quality of work he expected from me. Little did he realize that my standards for him were just as I. We were working on a new curriculum for Harvard Business School. One of our goals was that each incoming student meet as many other students as possible so that it would form a really strong community bond. You've seen a puppy pile? Well, imagine a puppy pile made up of 250 investment banker wannabes and you'll have some idea of what we were trying for. I, being a perfectionist, created an Excel spreadsheet, a very, very large Excel spreadsheet. All we had to do was paste the student names into column B and click print. The spreadsheet would compute a personalized schedule for each and every student. No two schedules alike that ensured that each student would meet as many others as feasible without alcohol. That's very important. Harvard MBAs aren't very pretty when they're drunk. Not only were the schedules unique, but they were beautiful. At my review, I asked Len how I was doing. He gave me the highest compliment I had ever received. You are producing work at the 97% quality level. That's absolutely amazing. I felt great. Then he said, Of course, you spend 90% of your time getting the quality level from 83% to 97%. If you had simply settled for 83%, you could have gone home at night and eaten something other than gruel. My heart sank a bit as I fantasized about how other people lived and realized that I could live just like them. But Len wasn't finished. He delivered the coup de grace, which is French for a psychological mixed martial arts move. Of course, the students and faculty would have been perfectly happy with a 60% level. In fact, pretty much no one in the world except you and me would even notice the difference between 60 and 83%. Then he went off and ran a Fortune 500 company while I pondered how my life could have gone so terribly, terribly off course. The answer is in these three numbers, 97%, 83%, and 60%. Now, 97% was my own internal quality goal. It was the desire to be best in class worldwide. I I was like a bowler aspiring to bowl a 300 game or, or Kim Kardashian aspiring not to make a sex tape for 10 consecutive minutes. Technically an attainable goal, but one whose achievement requires almost inhuman effort to reach. Efforts like this reach a point of diminishing returns. The closer you get to perfection, the more effort it takes to get even a tiny bit closer to the goal. When choosing your aspirational quality level, remember that how long it takes you to reach that level is part of the definition. Saying, I want to write the world's best vendor receivables report is all very well and good, but it could take you weeks or months to inscribe the numbers on parchment in gold leaf, and by then, the vendors would have paid their bills and the report would be obsolete. So a better quality goal would be, I want to write the best vendor receivables report that can be written in five days. That way, you'll limit the resources that you pour into the effort to a reasonable level. So instead of gold leaf and parchment, you might just use a fountain pen and your 60-pound rag paper. Make sure your aspirational quality level has a time frame attached so that you don't pour unlimited resources into tiny, tiny gains. Not that anyone would ever consider anything about Kim Kardashian tiny. Learning to set your sights lower is just the first step towards reclaiming your life. By shooting lower than 97%, I could reclaim vast amounts of time and effort once I got to the point of diminishing returns. But if no one in the known universe but me could even tell the difference between 83% and 97%, it only makes sense to shoot at most for the 83% quality level. The extra effort and stress just aren't worth it. Now, if you've watched Breaking Bad, you may disagree, because Walter White's success as a drug lord was because his product was 97% pure, and the market could tell the difference. But remember, that was fiction. You're living in the real world. And besides, except maybe for the warehouse full of cash, Walter White's 97% pure empire, let's just say it didn't work out so well. When setting your sights, forget the absurd 97% quality level altogether. At the most, even if you have the time to do more, only work up to the point where you start to get the diminishing returns. Which brings us to confront the least pleasant part of perfectionism, which is that the market only wanted a 60% quality level to begin with. Even though I could produce 83% quality with relatively little effort, the market wouldn't value it. Maybe I would get a return for my effort in terms of how I felt about my job, but I wasn't likely to get any other kind of return. If the market wants Walmart quality, they're not going to pay more for Saks Fifth Avenue, even if you offer Saks quality. So start your project shooting for the quality level the market wants. You may have your own reasons for doing a better job. Maybe you're setting the foundation for a later product or you're using the project as a chance to learn, or you're desperately trying to impress your parents in a vain attempt to get them to stop treating you like a 12 year old. But whatever your reason, remember that delivering quality above what the market wants is something you're doing for you, not for them. Your numbers may vary. These exact numbers change depending on who you're working for, what you're doing, who the market is, But next time you begin a project, identify your personal perfection point. That's the the over-the-top, you're-only-doing-this-for-yourself quality level. Now add in a time constraint so you don't spend the entire rest of your life on the project and have that time constraint be related to what your actual timing is and the point of diminishing returns. So when you found the point of diminishing returns, don't go past that in any event. And finally, the quality level needed by the market. Shoot for market-level quality. And then for your own satisfaction only, you might put in effort up to the point of diminishing returns. But even then, it's time to stop. Instead of spending the next 90% of the project trying to attain those last steps towards perfect, spend that time going off and doing something else awesome. Your product can be good enough, leaving you the time to make your life perfect. This is Steve Robbins. I help high achievers get some space and breathing room in their lives while still accomplishing great things. If you want to know more, visit stevarobbins.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S dot Work less, do more, and have a great life. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.